Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo fam, I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 10. In this episode, we recap some of the food highlights we've had since starting the pod. I brunched at a Thai temple. Dine Peace brunched at KBBQ. We got special guest Two David Fu from this season's Top Chef. We got the juicy bits as normal, including an Oreo cookie subscription. We got a special head-to-head saucing on you with our special guest. And more. Episode 10. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. Hold up, bitch. Sit down. Be hungry. Hold up, bitch. Sit down. Sit down. Be hungry. Oh, man. It's episode 10. Jody is a 10. <laughs> the show is 10. Or the 10 show episodes. is a 10. <laughs> we made it. Well, at least this far. I, I really didn't know where this was going to go. Um, so 10 episodes. I'm very shocked. Yeah. But also not shocked because I know we're tight. Like, we know, we know, we kinda, we know yeah. what we're doing now. I'll remind folks who he is. So for the 10th <laughs> time, Chava Dang's here. It's Dine Peace. Thanks to everybody we've gained along the way, all the listeners, um, all the folks we've got to eat with, all the things we've gotten to eat. I'll thank the things we got to eat too. And like, you know, and all the special guests that we've had on this show, like, you know, I know some have been my friends and some are your friends. And so it's just more more friends. Like You and your friends, you and me and my friends. <laughs> and we can all be friends. <laughs> we can eat every weekend. <laughs> Uh, so you got any shout outs? Yeah. Um, so I was home this past weekend and I got to see a lot of my family and, and meet my new sister-in-law. So one shout out to Paul Fam if you haven't seen already, but he did a very great shout out video <laughs> to all my bay friends. That's so cute. <laughs> but also Fam, very hip. My dad is very hip. And shout out <laughs> to my new sister-in-law. She um, just came from Vietnam. And my brother told her, like, hang out with me in the kitchen because that's where I'll be most of the time. And I want to give a special shout out for her because it was our first time meeting. And she cut all my onions for me. Out of everything, I hate cutting onions the most because it really fucks up my eyes. Even with gla- you don't do the goggles or the glasses or anything. No, no, I don't, I don't. But shout out to Trump for cutting all my onions for me, and you know, and she ate a lot of my food, and she said she liked it. I think so. you, t- you told me about a fish sauce plug too, right? Yeah. So my brother told her that I like to cook, and she brought me um, some fish sauce back from Phuket which is kind of like the Maldives of Vietnam, closer to Cambodia, but it's actually uh, owned by Vietnam. And uh, it's an island, so there's a lot of seafood there. And fish sauce in Vietnam is different. Fish sauce in America is very, very salt heavy. And people use fish sauce to make food saltier. But in Vietnam, like the fish sauce, it's for that like extra umami. It's a different taste. It has a deeper flavor. So she brought me back fish sauce that we can't buy here. Um, I, I two love, bottles, actually. I love how this went down in the group chat at first, because at first you you did a typo and you said, she, she just brought some fish sauce that you can buy here. And I was like, she did? I know. And, and then was, you're like, no, typo, typo, typo. Yeah, I was super happy. I... I, I screwed up though because my flight home was on Southwest and my flight back up was Virgin, so I would have had to pay to check it in. So I kind of I left it up. That's my bougie. Mom. That's bougie. I was like, dude, I have to pay what is it, fifty dollars to bring back my fish sauce. Some back very to rare the fish bay. sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so I left it at home. My mom and my sister are coming up next month for Monster Jam, so they're gonna bring it up for me. Kid <laughs> seats are just eight bucks. <laughs> that's all I remember from it from the commercials. I don't think I've ever attended one, but that's all I remember. From yeah. The so shout out to my new family and, and my old family. <laughs> nice, nice. What about you, Chavid? Um, I've just got to give a shout out to our producer, Flan Reyes. He's just, oh, whoop, whoop. he just makes us sound really cooler than we really are, even though we are already kind of cool. He, uh, he helps, he helps cut things up, helps make things 
sound presentable to you guys. So shout out to that guy and uh, his insights and all that as well. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's all right. No, he's not all right. He's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> he killed it at MoMA the other night, too. Also a pretty good DJ. So yeah. check out at Stank Palmer on any places you maybe can find music. Listen to DLRN and see what he does when he's not making us sound cool. So over 10 shows, I feel like we just recently started, but it kind of feels like we've been doing it for a long time too. I've been really surprised and excited for all the cool guests we've got to have on, um, all the really awesome pop-ups you and our other friends have got to throw that I've got to go to, you know, like Big Bad Wolf, uh, you really got Android popping this year, which is really cool. Take my mom to, and my aunt to Comey, get some really cool Mission Star food. So many, so many great things I've got to consume since this show started. So many stand out and you could, look back at our Instagram and just see all the, the great things we've got to share since we started this. Yeah, like like I said earlier, when we started this, I wasn't sure where this was going to go. And I feel like towards the end of 2017, got to accomplish a lot of things that uh, they were just made up ideas. and Or they're kind of in the back of your head back, and you're like not sure if you're going to get to it. Definitely in the back burner, but I feel like this past like six, seven months have been fucking crazy outside of my normal job and like the Android Bep stuff and helping out other homies at their pop-ups and, and just sit down, be hungry. Like I feel fucking accomplished <laughs> <laughs> and, and we all deserve hats on the back for this. Yeah. And, and always really good food after we record this. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I mean, kudos to us, kudos to Juan Reyes, <laughs> who's part of us and all you guys for listening and, you know, hitting us up in comments and telling us things you like to eat or telling us about cool spots. We live it all. It's all about community. Yeah. And speaking about community, um, I'll even get right to what I've eaten recently. So this Sunday, I won't even try to butcher the name, <laughs> but thanks to a couple referrals from some good friends, I checked out the Thai Buddhist Sunday brunch that they do. And I was very excited and very impressed. So uh, shout out to our friend Bobby, but it was his birthday. We went hard. Blobby. Blobby. After he pulled the dart out of his finger, <laughs> which... <laughs> That's a whole nother story. Woke up needing some food on Sunday. One of the Buddhist churches here in Berkeley, I'll, I'll post it in the comments or something because I'm not going to try to pronounce it. They do food to raise money for the church only on Sundays. It's only from 10 to 1. And I think to get around some legality issues or just to make it a little more wholesome and non-profity, I guess, you have to buy tokens first. Okay. And it's like a dollar a token. And you go up to all these stations and they have different dishes. And they're like, this is this, many, this is this many tokens. This is this many tokens. You can get like a three item rice plate for like nine tokens. Is it $1 per token? Yeah, it's a dollar per okay. token. Um, like if you want like a water, it's a token. If you want a Thai iced tea, it's two tokens. They had like beef noodle soup and that was eight tokens. One item rice plate was six tokens. Two items was... Uh, oh, so there eight. was meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird, right? I don't know. No, no. Thai food has plenty of... But at the Buddhist I don't know if it was... Temple. Or is it they were just serving the They're food? They're serving it. Yeah, Okay, yeah. it wasn't from the Buddhist it, to be honest, it didn't look like many patrons from the church were participating okay, in the food. It was mainly folks from the community. And um, the food was familiar enough to what you might find at a normal Thai restaurant, but like maybe subtle changes to it. Like the condiments of the chilies were maybe a little different. The noodle soup might've came with an ingredient or two different than what you would usually get. But I just opted for the, the standard three item rice plate. So I got some noodles. I got this like stewed pork and egg thing that was awesome. Okay. I got some Penang red curry and it was nine tokens and I was more than full. So uh, shout out to... Uh, Brian, who I know listens to the show, and shout out to my friend Eric at Inside Line Equipment. They had both recommended it to me before, and uh, today was, that Sunday was like, today's my chance. I'm just going to go try it. That's so interesting, because I totally assumed that it was going to be vegetarian food. There was a vegetarian line, which I actually wanted to partake in, but it was the longest line. Yeah. So the line for the actual tokens wasn't that long, but okay. once you acquired your tokens and went off to like the individual stations, the lines were getting pretty long for stuff, but they were also moving pretty fast. 
And we also got there kind of late. Like we got there at maybe 12, 15, 12, 30 when they ended at one. So they were also trying to get rid of some of the food too. Mm -hmm. um, for us hungover folk, I wish it went a little <laughs> longer, but I'm also kind of glad it got me over there like up and earlier sooner because I knew I wanted to try to get it. So my mom's side of the family is Buddhist. And so in Orange County, specifically Westminster, we would quite often visit temples and, uh, you know, to do prayer and stuff like that, but also to eat lunch. And there's this one uh, Buddhist temple in Westminster that it's all ran by women. Oh, that's awesome. The most fire vegetarian food you can buy. And it's very, very cheap. I don't even remember how much it is, but um, I would definitely buy a lot to take home and kind of spread it out through my lunch week. Yeah. And it's definitely the best vegetarian food I've ever had. Man, now you're making me even more bummed that I missed the vegetarian line. That's what I say. I it's probably really good. Like, yeah, I'm that's down why to, it was I'm the longest to, line. I'm usually I'm down, down to waiting lines, but we were also there late-ish, so I was like, I at least want to make sure I get food. I'm definitely interested to go and try with you and try the vegetarian food. Um, gosh, what have I eaten? So, uh, I maybe a couple months ago, I acquired a new friend <laughs> via Instagram. Never met him before. Um, fr friend of a friend through my food IG, which is Enchoybep. So Dub Stanchel, who is also Rod Reyes, um, he also has Barya Kitchen. Um, we started following each other on IG, and then we, we typically would just like chat through the direct message about fried oh, chicken. Man. My, it's <laughs> tough for me. My notifications aren't turned on, so I have to always make sure to check it, and it just doesn't feel as fast as other IM messaging apps. <laughs> so that takes persistence. Shout out to you guys. You know, I mean, especially on that channel of mine, like it's typically all food talk, so it's something I'm always going to be interested in. Yes, um, so I finally got to check out his podcast up gosh i think it was last week at hometown heroes in this south is, city this is when you're back oh no this is out here it was this was yeah in south okay. city uh by kitchen it's a modern filipino food oh i do remember now you went with uh nina right yes yeah yes. that was a day where i was Sh champagne too, ninang <laughs> i was too tired out here in the oh no was it ni nina colada we had a couple yeah, she has she has numerous food names but shout out to nina yeah so shout out to rod rays i'm always down to you know obviously want to support the homies and um great pop-up it was like adobo fried chicken wings and a roast caldo fried rice sounds like so comforting um it was i think it was raining that day too right yeah i was like oh, you had the best I, so i traveled food. from marin to south city all on public transportation oh, it was like how long did that take a long time <laughs> a very long time but it was worth it a great pop-up that happens typically in san jose i believe and so um trying to get him to come up to san francisco more and do a pop-up or east bay maybe or east yeah, bay yeah, yeah. So i'll settle for either shout out shout about Dev Stanchel, Rod Reyes. Nice. And um, I'd love to try to it. go off of your brunch, I had brunch with my family when I was in LA and uh, originally wanted to go to the Line Hotel. Commissary does a weekend brunch and it was like a $37 brunch, which is Ooh. not cheap. No. <laughs> and from my very Vietnamese mother, she was like, what? That's expensive. And my dad was like, ah, it's a celebration. <laughs> All good. <laughs> All fam. <laughs> And trendy, so, trendy so as we ever. we went there and the wait was like an hour and a half. Oh, man. Which like, you know, I don't like to wait for food anywhere either. I'm, I'm going to... I will go. if I really know it's going to be worth it, but it has to like really be worth yeah, it. Yeah, so the fact that it was like $37. And you weren't sure? Not sure. I know the views were really nice, but anyways, my brother's a coffee snob and was like, let's get coffee. We walked over to um, Chapman Plaza, which holds a lot of my favorite Korean things right there in K-Town. And um, so we're like, okay, let's check out uh, if Kang which is a Korean barbecue place, how long the wait is. And it was like 10 minute wait. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, we did a poll and everyone's like, let's just eat now. Yeah. So we go into Korean barbecue. This was like at 1230, which I've never eaten Korean barbecue at 1230. You're right. I, actually, I don't know if I've ever had it when it's light outside. I'm used to it being dark. <laughs> 
And so we sat down, Bessie, one of my best friends, she was like, it's so loud in here. And I was like, they're playing the same EDM music they do at nighttime at 1230. (laughs) That sounds intense. And I was like, what? Why are they playing this? And they're like, maybe to like rush you to eat. I don't know. It was very crazy. It was also a different experience for me because usually when I go to Korean barbecue, there's a shit ton of soju being drank. And and I was like, guys, should we do soju? And everyone's like, no, everyone's like, no, 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 we can't start our day like this. Like Soju mimosa, maybe? No, they don't do that. I mean, Um, I just thought of it'd be a great idea when I'm thinking (laughs) about having it at brunch time. It made me think of the brunch collaboration. And what was super nice is because usually Kanghodong is like, and and when I go, it's usually a big group because I'm visiting home and a lot of folks want to come out. It's typically like a two hour wait for this place and so only the, 10 minutes though the fact that we got to wait 10 minutes for like no brainer gotta sit down and it was weird to go sober but so good it's probably my favorite korean barbecue spot it's not all you can eat but you don't need it you definitely don't need it it's, yeah, it's yeah. Way, i feel like that's that could be an excessive thing way better quality meat word on the street is that they're supposed to open one in the bay um so it's become a small chain now it's all in la and the owner yeah, has kind of like shake shack <laughs> Oh, We're not going to even go into that later in the show because everyone's talking about that already. So what I love about this place is, A, you don't have to cook your food. They do it all for you. They switch out the grill depending on what kind of meat you're cooking, which is that's advanced, which level. is advanced level. And it's like, um, you know, like that game Sorry, where it has like that <laughs> ring around it yeah. and then it's kind of sectioned off in three, I think. This one, the owner of this uh, Kanghodang chain, he's uh, custom made a grill to his liking, I guess. And um, it's like a trough that goes around the grill. And one part of it is to do like, the what is it called? The steamed egg, which is gerenjim, and then the cheesy corn, and then uh, gotta have cheesy corn, gotta have cheesy and kimchi. That is all you can eat. Yeah. And so what I do is I ask for the sesame bottle, and I just like fill up one of my trays, and I sprinkle some sesame oil in the egg. And you kind of want one of these trays for home now. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I like it. Um, yeah, if you have a chance, visit any of the Kangkodang Bank Jacks in uh, LA. My favorite Korean barbecue spot. Get the pork neck. You will not be disappointed. Any pork piece would be awesome. Since it's episode 10, got to pull out the big dog. Top dogs? <laughs> Sorry. I have my Couldn't friend joining us today, to David Fu, representative of all things Oakland, Southeast Beast. Thank you, Danny Nguyen, for coining that term. And um, yeah, super excited to have him on the show today. Uh, I myself had the pleasure to working with him at his pop-ups, and I'm excited for what's to come. Um, yeah, check out Chef's Hawker Fair. What's up? Welcome hey. to our show today. I'm stoked to be here. Trading the TV mic for our mic. <laughs> I just want to say the only reason why I'm here is because I owe EMP a bunch of drugs and after we pay it in podcasts no no I don't I don't do any of that kind of stuff sure <laughs> are bath salts drugs <laughs> I think AMP here just considers anything you inject as a drug you can consume what? good food could be I mean good I, food I, the only thing that. I inject is turkeys <laughs> with flavor <laughs> I kind of got that vibe though, and when you're doing the the nook chom pearls though, yeah, I yeah. kind of got that vibe off of it. Have you told two about those? Yeah, I, I mean nook chom. You made nook chom pearls. Yeah, yeah. dude, right behind you. It was fun. <laughs> That was, up, that was a cool little experiment. I got oh, this yeah. uh, term from our homie Danny here, but it, you're the Southeast Beast today. Southeast, Southeast Beast. Beast. Why? Because I'm hella big. Are you being sizes right now? Sizes? <laughs> a whole new whole new category. I'm pissed off right now. No, you're not. <laughs> Labeling me? You have chef on your jacket. All day, Do you wear day. something that says chef on it every day so that people know who you are? No, it's just the jacket. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. I actually have my chef hat that says chef hat on it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> just, just to make sure. <laughs> it's like getting a tattoo that says tattoo. You know, funny of it. That tattoo usually <laughs> he does tattoo name handmade right and usually people just see the right hand they're all like 
why do you have a tattoo that says hand on your hand? I'm like, no, dumbass. It says handmade. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. We'll put it up on the on the gram so, okay, so yeah. you can see. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But no, thanks for thanks for coming through. Thanks for being on, man. I know you're a busy guy. Oh man, you guys are the homies, man. All day, every day. Will I will my payment be remitted after this podcast? <laughs> uh, check your Venmo later. <laughs> Damn, that's a deduction. <laughs> so for the listeners out there, uh, you may have heard of two before. You may have seen them on TV. Um, our very own Dine Piece has cooked with this guy. Yay. Are we going to break out the secret? I just went to Popeye's and bought a bunch of chicken and replated it. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what are you, that restaurant portions. in Long Beach that did that? Yeah. <laughs> I heard they're trying to like actually like make themselves famous for that now. Hey, any press is good. <laughs> I, I'm not sure about that, man. <laughs> Especially with Twitter nowadays. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Have you had experience with bad press yet? I don't think so. You're not there. I hope not. Are you not there yet? <laughs> not there yet. About to be. They haven't, they haven't found those like hidden pictures and like, <laughs> videos and shit. I'm just, Who can we hit up? I, I kind of met your sister at the at the pop-up. Yeah, I love my sister. She's good people. Man, you know? I, I say this, you give respect, you get respect. I try to give my best and with negative people, there's a saying in Oakland is that pass me with that bullshit, you know? I'm coming and bringing, you know, smiles and good energy and you want to come and like mess with that? I'm not going to mess with you, man. And for sure. I, I have to say for the past two years, beyond that, for the past 10 years when I had that shift and just you know, do things that I love and have fun is, is taking me to this place. So whoever's listening, I advise you guys to do the same. Fuck all that other bullshit, man. Just do what makes you happy and see where it takes you. It's taking you to quite some spots, man. You want to you wanna go into like kind of a brief summary and we can get into some of them? I'm doing part-time McDonald's. <laughs> East 14 There's and High bullshit. Street. There's that bullshit. There's that bullshit. To go window, you guys want to come, come holler at me? <laughs> Just pull up. My shifts are like 9 p.m. to midnight. <laughs> a small window. Would you, would you serve someone that rolls up on a bike, not in a car? Yeah, all day. Oh, <laughs> Flan Reyes and I have done that at a, at a church's in Temescal before. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, we, we went to a brewery and we needed it and they just let us walk through because they, they closed all the, they put all the stools up and we just walked through. Hey, you know what you do? I'm about to game you guys up right now on some East Oakland shit. Oh, let's go. All right. So you go to KFC okay. or you go to like churches okay. like 30 minutes before they close Okay. and be like, yo. I got 10 bucks. <laughs> you mean all your leftover chicken you throw out for 10 bucks? You're speaking from experience? Yeah, all day. Does this have a, a pretty high success? Does this have a pretty successful, pretty high success rate? Yeah, in Oakland. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Because they're about to throw that shit out anyways. That's and true. Wh and whoever's working there, you know, they can make a quick buck. And they probably already like divvied, divvied up like their take home bag. That's know? what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Just like, give me that bag for 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, I want to talk about like, like your favorite. Because we always talk a lot about SF stuff, so I want to talk about like Oakland. Yeah, yeah. I love Oakland. I want to like your fave spots in Oakland. Did you guys see my chef's feed video? I did my favorite spots. All women, all mom and pops, all ethnic. I feel like uh, if anything, I want to like champion ethnic women in the food industry. I feel that not a lot of people are doing that. And if you are, more power to you. I don't mean no disrespect, but if I ain't heard about it yet, you ain't doing enough. Same thing with me. Um, I feel like I'm not doing enough, so I'm trying to do everything in my power. Cuisine comes from women. It comes from my moms. It comes from my aunties. I don't give a fuck. Like, if you think differently or you have a stronger opinion, come holler at me. Send me a message. But I'm telling you, you can't convince me otherwise. Um, I, I learned how to appreciate food, not just from my moms, but tons of other women in the industry. And that includes my, my fine dining Michelin chefs. And it, it's so funny how it's very male-dominated. It you know, really is. It really is. Yeah. And this is me, a big, what, Southeast beast. <laughs> <laughs> 
big six foot two Asian dude. If you start running with that after this, well, this pod will take credit for that. <laughs> or, or Dime Piece can take credit you for guys, that. You guys get 10% off commission. Okay. <laughs> any, 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 these Beast merch? <laughs> <laughs> get some merch going. I should just I should just hijack fucking Marshawn Lynch logo. <laughs> and just change. Southeast <laughs> and put Southeast and cross off mode. Or maybe or you, maybe, you can, maybe you collab with him. Maybe you, maybe you I holler at him. Maybe I, went to, I went to high school with Marshawn, so. Oh, there you go. What's up, Marshawn? Holler at me. <laughs> you know what's up. But uh, yeah, you, you're, you, you spoke earlier about uh, highlighting and spotlighting those who don't only get recognized. Um, oh yeah, you got something. Uh, you got another big project kind of coming up in the works that you're somewhat doing the same thing, right? Yeah, sort of, man. But let me give a shout out to uh, to Reem out in the Fruit Belt Station and um, Knight of Mumbai. Of uh, she does Khmer food. If you guys don't know what Khmer is, that's Cambodian. But she does Khmer food um, at the Public Market. Yo. She's just got a space in Fruit Belt Station. So mad love out tonight. Um, she was in graphic design, first generation, just like myself, telling a story of uh, Cambodia and Khmer Rouge. If you guys don't know what that is, you got Google. Go look it up right now. Yo, um, I stay by the public market one. Yep. I could drink that chili oil on its own. I was just All talking day. to my homie about that the other day. I always get a side of it when I go there. All day. Oh, man. Go get, go get educated, people. Go get so educated. Good. So good. Yep. When is that uh, her brick and mortar supposed to open? Um, I think she's moving out to there. So I think she said hopefully by springish or something okay. like that. Um, but and you know, mad shout out, mad love out to La Cocina in San Francisco. It's a uh, it's a woman's co-op. I think uh, fueled mainly by Tracy Desjardins and empowers women of color, teaching them um, how to run food uh, how to run food businesses. Yep. More more power to them. There's, there there was I don't feel like there's anything out there like that pride to them and inspired and sparked a lot of other places in the nation. Um, and real talk, talking as a dude that played sports, that's supposedly manly and all that other shit. <laughs> this real talk, like the playing field ain't ain't leveled. It ain't it ain't even man and female. You know? I'm just real talk. You guys want to talk about equality? This shit ain't even at all. Not even close. That's why I'm saying these things. I got inspired in some sort of way. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to champion that shit. So. Would you say, um, I'm assuming your mom was a huge influence? On, oh, no doubt. Like, any anyone else in your family? Like, grandparents or aunties? My mom, uh, a good chunk of my recipes are from my aunties back in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, due to old age and, and health, a few of them passed on, and I've, I've kept those recipes close to my heart. Nice. Um, one of those recipes means jacka, which is fish cake. Mm-hmm. Another one's bunkan, which is tapioca noodles. Um, I, I can't do it as well as them, you know? It, also, like, what I realized, like, I, I've gone to Vietnam a bunch of times, too, and it, it's just not, the, we can't get the same stuff sometimes. No, nah, not even close. Not the, even. the fish sauce here sucks. I said it, yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> um, Red Boat's exceptional. I really like Red Boat. I feel like they got the best thing. They got the best stuff in the Western world. Um, but there's definitely room for improvement in other areas. And uh, Yeah, we did a fish toss, fish sauce tasting at one of the pop-ups. And, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you let me share some of the fuck fish sauce. And I was like, I was like, yo, this is... This is different kind of umami. <laughs> it's a way different type of umami, you know? Um, and I think that's the way the Asians use salt, whether it's soy or fish sauce. You don't just, you're not just adding sodium to add sodium, but you're adding um, amino acids, which is uh, reflective in, in umami, which is a meatier taste. So, um, all day, 100 fish sauce. <laughs> you know, I got that shit tattooed on my finger. 
Oh, you do? Like, oh, you're showing it right On my middle finger. That's pretty dope. But she's faded, though. It's good. I'm about to get it touched, though. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So, too, I know um, your mom was a huge influence on uh, you to cook. So, what... When did this all start? I used to be a fat kid. So I would be like super obsessive with like the food that she ate. So naturally she'd be in the kitchen and I'd be like, mom, when's the food ready? I'd be in the hallway. I know that feeling. Yeah, right? <laughs> so she would let me taste stuff and I started hanging out in the kitchen. She used to make coconut milk. You know how fucking hard coconut milk is to make? I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm being real with you. Like, I can't make coconut milk. I buy that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's very labor intensive. Like you got to like... I remember like Is it like a time thing Or is it a technique thing Or is it both It's a time thing It's time consuming As fuck dude A lot of the Vietnamese dishes You guys talk about It's the time Yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's, any it, good broth It's or... very it's very humble ingredients mm-hmm. And it's very Very technique based It's uh It's very reflective Of what, uh, what Italian cuisine is You know like um, Pasta could just be Like noodles uh, Aglioli Which is garlic And olive oil Maybe some chili flake but if you look at those ingredients, it's just flour and water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And olive oil and garlic. But you Holy can do fuck. so much with those things. Yeah. You do so much. It's the same thing in Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. And I, I find that those types of techniques exist in most countries, but mainly the countries that, that have so much cultural influence. Um, when we think of Italy, I, I don't mean to offend any Italians listening, but if you really look at their history... They're not just like Roman Catholics. You know, prior to the Crusades, it was like uh, they were taken over by the Muslim Moors of North Africa. I mean, the Italians are dark, not because they live by the sea, you know, <laughs> just because they have, you know, they have Muslim influence. Yeah, yeah. Um, and before that was, uh, you know, the Rome Empire and definitely uh, with the Medici, the Medici family, you know, all these like creatives coming in and out and bringing their ingredients and techniques and the thoughts and all, all this stuff. So I, I feel like Vietnam's the same. The Portuguese were there. The French were there. The British were there. You know, um, Genghis Khan was there. <laughs> <laughs> like all these, the Khmer Rouge Empire was there. You know, it's, it's uh, when you have different influxes of different cultures, um, that definitely reflects into your food and how and how you deal with it. Definitely, definitely. And, and and culturally, you know, there may have been some, you know, not as great things happening as a result of that. But I think most people can agree it's amazing for what it's done to food. You know, definitely. It comes up with combinations we've never expected before or definitely. things you would never imagine would have happened in that way. Yo, yo, yo. What is the best cross-cultural dish that's ever happened? Yeah. Is this a trick question? Because, I mean, I have, I could maybe throw some answers in my head, but I don't know if this is a trick question. Don't say avocado toast. I would, like, slam <laughs> this microphone right now. No, no, I got a mortgage to pay. No, I'm just kidding. I don't got a mortgage to pay. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the Bay. You pay rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is the most amazing things ever? Damn. You know, I'm going to say it right now. All right. Motherfucking Spam oh, Masubi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably one of the greatest things ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong. Such a simple, like you said, such a simple thing. It's yeah. three, maybe four ingredients, but yeah. creates such a satisfying flavor. Ketchup and rice. <laughs> Dude, when I was a kid, I did mayonnaise sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I know some kids that's, did uh, No, that's fucking um, chicken and rice. The uh, halal, halal. I mean, that's that's their, yeah, their yeah. white sauce is mayo. Yeah, yeah. I was like thinking because like I used to do like. Uh, some liver steaks with ketchup and rice. My mom would make that for me for lunch. Yeah. You know, if you if you if you never ate like that, you're fronting. I don't yeah, care, yeah. man. You're fronting, man. Everyone ate ramen. Everyone ate rice and ketchup and hot dogs. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you did it, you're fronting, man. So we asked for the origins. I mean, we started with the origin story. You went way way back. 
So uh, after, you know, you kind of got influenced by your mom, um, what were the next steps after that? Uh, I was always cooking, whether it's with my mom. I, you know, eventually as I got older, I would barbecue with my dad. And it, it just encapsulated me. Why is me. that like a thing? It's like, like a passing of the torch kind like of a thing, right? Barbecue with dad. Yeah. Not with mom. <laughs> barbecue with dad. <laughs> I think because my mom was more... Um, my mom was diabetic and still is um, growing up. So she was more health driven. You know, she ate super healthy. Um, the things that we ate were, uh, you know, the things that we ate in her household, you know, baskets of fruit. I'm not even shitting you, like baskets of fruit. <laughs> like, buy, my mom will buy a case of pomegranates when it's pomegranate season. And my mom was buying at the flea market before there was a farmer's market. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, yeah, Laney, yeah. the Laney flea market? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is all before all that shit got cool and people started being elitist and shit, you know? Um, but yeah, she used like cases and cases of fruit and I guess there's a reason why I'm hella big, you know? <laughs> oh, you got beasties. Southeast, Southeast Beasties. Southeast, Southeast Beasties. 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 I was waiting for one of you to finish it. I was waiting for one of you guys to finish it. We got we to gotta slowly ingrain it in folks right now. Oh, man. It's going to start here. So you mentioned before that you're a pyromaniac and you're into pyromania. If you don't like fire, you shouldn't be cooking. <laughs> I don't know any chef out there that's like, oh my god, I'm afraid of the fire. <laughs> the wrong profession, dude. I know, like, even, you know, even Ronnie that's in behind me, like when we turn on a flame, like it glows in our people's, <laughs> 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 and then we're actually getting paid to play with it. You know, there's there's a beauty to fire that I've always been fascinated with, just how the power that it holds, and I think what chefs do is they tame the flame. Yeah. Damn, that rhymed. Yeah. That's a new hashtag. Tame the flame. Tame the flame. Yeah. You better, co you better coin that right now. now. Start it now. I'm about to get on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? How about this? In Chinese, though. Oh, in my man. Cantonese letters, tame the flame. I'm Cantonese. I don't read it or speak of it. I'm Cantonese. Don't like, do could, that. You help me, could you help me out with some writing? Probably it's gonna not. Say like, it's going to say like princess, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be like P. Diddy, though. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. You guys remember Jin, the rapper? Oh, oh man. Oh, my. He has some big ass Chinese letters. Rough, rough Riders alum? He ain't Rough Rider. He is Soft Rider. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I called you out, dude. Uh, what, what's the one thing that you burned down that you kind of regret? <laughs> that you're like, fuck. Oh, so you guys, assuming, like I, you, you guys assuming I mean, that I burned something you, down? You, I you told me earlier that you wouldn't even know. So I asked my sister, man. Like I was <laughs> I was learning about fire. And obviously, I was uh, I was trying to like build like mini, mini campfires and shit. And I was like eight, nine years old. And I, uh, I was trying to do it in a place where nobody would see. So for some goddamn reason, I thought I was... The smart it was I thought it was smart to do it behind like the driest fucking bush of the apartment building. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Check this out, right? So it was me and my cousin. So we you know, I light it on fire, I try to spark a flame. I, we use a torch. I mean we use the um what's that a stick match, whatever that shit's called. And we spark it. Like a matchbox match. Not a matchbox match, but the uh, like the ones that you buy for a dollar ninety nine. Get a stove lighter. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we use a stove lighter thing. And I'm all like, the flame's not strong enough. So I take the fucking bottle of lighter fluid. <laughs> Check this out. I was smart enough to use the lighter fluid. Doused it a lighter fluid. And that shit fucking engulfed the fucking bush. Oh my you know, God. you know, it got even worse. We ran out like, oh my God. The fucking bottle of lighter fluid is right next to the fire. Oh no! <laughs> Check this out. When it engulfed the bush, it fucking blew up the fucking bottle, bottle. of lyra fluid. Um, and then we were lucky enough to get, uh, and we call him for help. Yeah. Like, we don't know what to fucking do. I'm pissing in my pants. <laughs> and um, we had a few neighbors, like, hop the gate. Oh. And, like, grab the motherfucking hose and, like, spray it down. And then 
a fire department came. Oh, no. And, it, and then guess who got an ass whooping that day? So you survived that. You survived burning down the block. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, did it go to kitchen soon on after that, uh, or the professional kitchen, I should say? I started cooking at home. I okay. mean, my parents, both of my parents worked a lot, and I was a hungry kid. So, so it was out, kind of out of necessity. Out of necessity, yeah. And especially, um, you know, I wanted to eat good because my parents cook good food when they were able to. And you're like, I got to do like how they do it. They'll have shit on a stove. Well, I mean, that's your standard now, so yeah. you don't yeah, want to eat anything sub that. Tell you, in the house, we always had rice, eggs. Motherfucking top ramen and mm-hmm. onions. We could, I could always guarantee that was in the house. Mm-hmm. That was like the poorest shit we got, you know. So I swear to God, I cooked like, like Rachel Ray, thirty minute meals, <laughs> you know, thirty minute meals with ramen and shit, you know. Um, but it was fun. It was, it was. I did my thing, and you know, I whatever I see my parents do, I try to like replicate. Um, I remember in the very, very beginning, my mom would yell at my ass, though, because I leave a mess everywhere. Yeah, you do all the work. And then... I, th- I think I probably still do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, so uh, what do they say now? Oh, they're proud. Oh, you know? man. I'm telling you one thing, like, my parents are proud, but they're really Asian about it. They're, yeah. They're, like, real quiet. Like, I didn't get a pat in the back or whatever. You but know? almost like the the nothing is almost like that gratification in itself almost, right? I think I think with Asian... Because you understand. Yeah, they, like, you, you know, know they know. You know oh, they know. Not just that, but I think Asian parents... Especially my parents are a little bit different. They went through two wars together. Yeah, yeah. So I think if there's any value in anything, it's most important of just presence. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like being in the same room mm-hmm. or when they teach me stuff. That's I feel like that's the biggest I love you I can. I feel like if somebody say I love you, I'll be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not genuine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like like a phrase shouldn't should not be able to express or it's like show it, not say it kind of a thing. Yeah, it's like it's you know, I'm not I'm not a commie I'm not a commie by any means, but like I feel like that's that's a big Western culture thing. It's like my, my parents they didn't get they've been they've been together for 40, 40 some odd years. Wow. And my dad and my my mom and my dad, they weren't legally married up until about like six years ago. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. You know, and they never got their blessing because my dad was poor and my mom was rich and they never got the blessings from their parents. And they, they literally, you know, uh, refuged over here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, they ran away together. And it's because they never got their blessings. You know, in Asian culture, it's a no-no. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just proved to me is that a wedding ring on a fucking ring finger, that's not a commitment. No. You know, a, a signature. That's just a ring on the finger. Yeah, a, a signature on a piece of paper don't mean shit, no. you know? We forget that it's about how well we treat each other. And, you know, that's the true essence of love and all that, all that cheesy stuff, you know? Okay, we can be real. On, we're real on this pod. We're real on this pod. Let me, let me, hold on, let me wipe my tears real quick. <laughs> Trying to get on Oprah, you know, <laughs> you know, you know how Oprah has those like one-on-ones and confessions and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Holler at me, Oprah. <laughs> I do an interview for a bring meal. back that giveaway show. Right. Then holler at me. You know, you know, you know, you know for the whole audience, you be giving away like Porsches and shit. Like, <laughs> if you look under your seat, this uh, this keys to a Porsche. <laughs> a little toy model one. Nah. No, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oprah got money. You don't understand. She said something at the awards the other day, and everyone's like, now they want her to run for, for president. president. Yeah, we've been you don't that. understand the pull Oprah got, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does have pull, but it doesn't mean she could be a president. It's true. She's, she's not a politician. And it discredits all of our great past presidents, like Obama, JFK, like all these amazing presidents, you know? Ronald Reagan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. From the Bay, Ronald Reagan. Ma- Ronald Reagan. Oh there you go. Oh my God, I haven't heard that before. That's that's the the Mac. Isn't that the Mac Dre joint? Yeah, this, I'm not from up here, so I don't know. It is what it is, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I know Mac Mall. What's up, Mac Mall? 
<laughs> he might come out to uh, one of my dinners and do a film. He got he has this thing, he has this thing called Bon Macatee. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that mom's cool. He's, hell, he's down to earth as hell. I know you guys ain't doing anything at the end of January because the holidays just passed. So you guys need to come out. All right? I'm launching my, all my Bay Area folks. I'm launching or my travel. Farther, even farther. Make a trip. We got listeners in Finland, dude. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> but let me start with the Bay first. Yeah. Because that's most relevant. Yes. Right? So I know you ain't doing anything. And I know you just, you know, invite your girl that you just met on Tinder. Hey. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Shout out to Tinder. Oh, Coffee Meets Bagel is the other one, right? Uh, no, that one's lame. There's that Bumble. One's Bumble and Bumble. Uh, was it Hinge? Hinge. Or Grinder. <laughs> hey. Grinder's impress- got to eat too, right? Yeah, you're trying, to, you're trying to impress somebody for a deal. Come come to my traveling dinner series. I'm watching it in Oakland and San Francisco. Dates are 20th and the 21st, 25th, 26th. Tickets are 99 bucks. Nine courses with a featured up-and-coming chef. All alcohol inclusive. Oof. Nine courses. You can't beat that. Uh, for the listeners, w- w- again, what's it called? Uh, it's called Chef's Hawker Center. The website is www.chefshawkercenter.com. I have to set some time aside. We'll post it. We'll right post it. Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. the time. I had All the time. You better get it now because there's only a few tickets left. So sign on. Yeah, we'll, we'll post. We'll post the link in a mm-hmm. in the description, but it might be gone by then. But you could just see that you slept. Yeah. So just know that San Francisco, Oakland to start off with. And then traveling the nation. Um, I'm going to Venice in February. In March, we're going to uh, uh, New York. April's in Rhode Island. All this stuff. It'll be listed on the websites. You heard it. Tour dates denounced. Don't sleep. Buy your tickets now. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be at the Venice one. So holler. That's what's Mama, up. With Mama fam. Yeah, I'm going to bring Mama fam. Oh, that's pressure when Mama's coming. Yeah. <laughs> no fights. She's, no fights. And she's Vietnamese too? Yeah. No, she, I, I showed her your stuff a while back and she was like, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> this is really cool. Damn. <laughs> I, you, know, you know, this has happened before where Vietnamese moms come in. They're like, this isn't Vietnamese. <laughs> and I'm like, man, dagger to the heart. <laughs> but like, you don't like say like, hey, I cook Vietnamese food. I cook Vietnamese flavors. There you go. There you go. Uh, shout out to Haitian. You know, she's the uh, pop-up queen on the mission. She's the mayor out that way. <laughs> she is. Called Big Bad Wolf, BBW. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Big thing's coming for that this year. Yeah. It's technically because of Hedge how I kind of met you. Haitian's Asia's real good people. Thanks, she reached thanks, out. Thanks, girl. You know, she's real good people. She's been on this podcast, so That's what's good, up. good folks have been through. Only good folks. Only good folks. Only good folks. Only good company. Yeah. Only good company. This is the cool club right here. <laughs> hey. No, we just like eating. That's what's up. It is now time for the Juicy Bits. This is where we talk about food news in the world that you and your stomach need to know about. What we got this week. So the first article that we're going to go over is from Food and Wine. An Oreo Cookie Club subscription is available on Amazon. What? Like, what can't you... Get subscriptions to these days? <laughs> or what can you not buy from Amazon? Yeah, both of those <laughs> questions are very valid. Because I was looking at my uh, inbox today, and there's a specialty sock company I follow, and they have sock subscriptions now. Oh we get, God. like, two pairs a month. That's pretty good. That's, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, but what if I the would... socks are ugly and you don't want to wear them, though? See, I'm always going to want to eat Oreos. <laughs> Each month, a box will arrive at your door with two varieties of cookies and other inspired Oreo gifts. I have been liking how some of these companies lately have been having these really appeal to our generation type products. We saw the ranch keg earlier this year. What were some of the other ones? Uh, I mean, like McDonald's did that merch stuff when yeah, they ordered yeah, it yeah. through Uber. So, I mean, this is a cheap and easy, like free marketing or, you know, quote unquote free, like they're paying for it. But the merch that they're giving out 
it's totally worth getting their name out there. This thing is 20 bucks a month. Which is a shit ton of money for cookies every month. <laughs> if you were to get just a normal box, what, it's only a couple bucks? Yeah, so in the article it talks about like cookies are probably like three bucks for a package and what are they doing with the rest of the money? So sometimes you can get a hat, sometimes you can get a mug. What's most dope about this is that you could test out flavors before it gets out on the shelves. Well, they've tested them out. They probably know their fire. They're just trying to true, make these members true, true. feel a little more special by getting it first, which I'm not mad at. I already, I'm already a big fan of just plain Oreos themselves. Agreed. I think out of the kind of commercial mass-produced cookies out there, it's probably on one of the top of my list. What's your uh, favorite Oreo cookie? Uh, I had a red velvet one recently that was really good. I don't get too many of the special flavors because I really like the regular, but I did have red velvet yet recently and uh, the slightly cream cheesy frosting inside was really nice. I haven't had those. Um, I really like the thin ones. Oh, those were nice too. I had those like, recently too. I think the ratio is a lot better than the regular mm, Oreo Agreed, cookie. agreed, agreed. But I mean, there's still something to be said about how proper the normal one is too. This is also why this subscription might not be the best for me because as much as I eat them, I maybe don't get through a box fast enough and they'll get stale. Cause you know how they have like that break this seal yeah. opening tab where you gotta like snap those two little tabs to open it. Well, that's and how I, you hook up your coworkers and bring it to work. No, that's I'm more what selfish I do. than that. No, I, I, mean, I love my coworkers. I, or so I or I'd, get, I'd get like my own like office <laughs> box for that. Yeah, Would no, no. Your... <laughs> actually that'd be a good idea. Maybe for the office. <laughs> that's a nice gift. Oh man, I didn't think about that until just- Or get oh, I mean, your boss to buy it. Expense yeah. it. Expense an Oreo subscription. I mean, this is what, 240 <laughs> bucks a year on Oreos? So it comes in this like, it looks like a cardboard box with like a Baroque design <laughs> on it. <laughs> I think it's the same design that's on the actual Oreo cookie and it's a royal blue box. So it's like, I would have preferred this, like a black. This, this, is, this is royalty. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been cool if it was like a dark gray or black one, though, so it looked like the actual cookie exterior itself, maybe. That would have been cool. So then on the subscription, you could do three, six, or 12-month options. <laughs> uh, by signing up for the 12 months, you do not save any money. It's still nineteen oh, ninety nine per month. And they don't have, they don't. So oh. no, no breaks on longer commitments. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess Oreo knows they got that pool. Yep. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll go in for the office. That's a good idea. No, get your boss to buy it. Okay, yeah, we'll put on the company MX. <laughs> so Lyft made a beer that comes with a discounted ride home. What? <laughs> this is uh, from Grub Street. Man, I love the first line of this article. <laughs> no one understands alcohol impairment like today's ride-hailing startups. <laughs> and that's pretty true. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of stemmed from, uh, they had a campaign earlier called Give a Damn, Don't Drive Drunk campaign where they partnered with Budweiser. And it was just to help get folks home. I mean, really, there is no reason why a DUI from alcohol should really happen anymore. It's so cheap to take an Uber or a Lyft home. I mean, cheaper than parking. Like, there's no reason why you should drive. So, I mean, this kind of makes sense. I think the name is really clever. Five Star. <laughs> I love that. I love it, too. I mean, I guess they're hoping that's the review you'll give on the beer, too. It looks like they teamed up with a local Chicago microbrewery, uh, Batterbrow, Baderbrow, and it's a Chris Pell's Lager. So it's a German style, really drinkable. It says it's comparable to Bud. I'm glad they went with a local brewery. But the sad thing, it looks like it's only available in Chicago bars. Yeah, Chicago listeners. It's going to be available January 18. Comes in a 12-ounce can. Holler That's tomorrow. At, yeah, holler at us and let us know like the your can? thoughts. And send it to us. The can looks really cool. I'm I'm, I'm really glad this collaboration happened. Like, it's really smart. I think the name is cool. So for you listeners that don't know, Cheva Dang is a semi-retired designer of beer cans. Yeah, I guess. 
yeah. I mean, you're, you're no longer with Track 7, so yeah. semi, semi-retired. Yeah, I'm still a beer fan, though. That's the important part. You're definitely part. a beer fan, but yeah, I, I think, you know, you, you said you like the label. I think it looks really it's cool. It's appealing. It kind of has that, like, Soviet constructivism look to it, but with some geometric shapes. It's like a white can with, like, these black and red shapes on it with the five stars running down the side. Although, I wish it would have been pink for lift, though. I think they kind of missed the ball with it being red. I like that there's no signs of a mustache on here. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> but it would have been really sick if, like, the driver that picked you up had it in the trunk. And if, like, you paid <laughs> well, the... Well, you know, like, how sometimes they have water or gum? <laughs> yeah, they have these. They have these but also. In the tr- yeah, in the trunk. And then, like, if you're in the ride, you, like, pay, like, a little extra to do it. And then when they drop you off, you can just, like, take one out of the trunk. That would have been sick. So but says, I, could, I could see that going wrong really soon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or like maybe, you know, at that point, like when you're, you are hailing a, a Lyft or an Uber ride that you're probably maybe wasted already and yeah. you and you don't want to be the driver that says, no, I'm not going to give you a beer. And then it lowers the rating because then maybe some drunk ass is going to be like one star for Only you. Only four or three or four star, yeah. not five star. It would have been a great novelty. Um, maybe, you know, maybe you didn't go out and get as drunk as you wanted to. So you get home, you can just keep it going a little bit when you get home. <laughs> so it says the real point of five star is that the can also includes a discount code for a lift ride. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so the amount could be as much as $5 off and it varies depending on the can. If your first five star doesn't get you the highest discount, no fear. Keep on drinking more of them. (laughs) (laughs) Which will also in turn probably require you to hail lifts more often. Man, they're like, it's feeding themselves. It's free, definitely free marketing. And on top of that, the return on investment is very high because if you're going to drink more, you're more than likely going to call a ride. Yeah, unless Uber's cheaper. And then maybe we'll see what they introduced (laughs) for their drink collab. Which one is the one that did the Taco Bell feature earlier or sometime last year? Was it Lyft as well? I don't remember. They had like the the Taco Bell feature where you could like turn it on while you're mid-ride and uh, it would make sure it took you to a Taco Bell on the way home. I did not even know that at all. That might have been a previous juicy bit or it just might have been an uh, article I saw on my timeline and I wanted to talk about, but... Yeah, so it's, I'm glad that these otherwise kind of utility necessary features that these companies are offering, they're they're adding some fun to it. For sure. But yeah, someone in the Chicago area, please get your hands on this and let us know what you think. Yeah, or ship us some. Slide through those DMs. Thanks. Try it. <laughs> so this last one is about some cryptocurrency. That's hot right now. So hot right now. Bitcoin becomes legal tenders <laughs> with KFC's new Bitcoin bucket. This is from Trusted Reviews. Do we trust them? I don't know. I've never, I don't, I, I've never I don't heard know. of this publication Well, before. I guess, I mean, enough enough folks are trusting uh, cryptocurrency right now where this has happened. While the value of Bitcoin has surged in the recent months, we're still a ways away from being able to pay for everyday goods using cryptocurrency. However, if you're a fan of Kentucky Fried Chicken... I'm not. I know. I mean, it's Popeyes all day. But <laughs> you can trade some of your hard-earned Bitcoins for a special Bitcoin bucket. So in this bucket... Um, so I'm still laughing off the tender line. <laughs> That's That's pretty pretty good. Good Good writing trusted reviews. So it says, despite the ups and downs of Bitcoin, the kernel's original recipe, as good as always. So trade your Bitcoins for buckets and invest in something finger licking good. (laughs) Includes 10 original recipe tenders, waffle fries, medium side. KFC Canada has waffle fries? Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, someone someone up there, if you can (laughs) comment us, confirm on that, because I'm used to those wedges. I prefer... a waffle fry over a wedge. I wonder if... Could, Unless they're baking cheddar potato wedges from Jitbee. Are they like wedge waffle fries? I don't know. Could that know. be a thing? I'm curious now. I'm more curious about that than this actual bucket. It says medium side, medium gravy, and two dips. 
For a limited time, orders will be fulfilled by Canadian delivery zones. So it looks like a KFC bucket with like the B with the dollar. Yeah, like yeah, the, the Bitcoin the, B. The Bitcoin B. And then uh, a down arrow, 0.0010102. So right now the bucket, the bucket costs about a thousand of a Bitcoin. <laughs> Which is sad for this other person that the article names. In 2010, Laszlo, I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name, spent 10,000 Bitcoin to buy two Papa John's pizzas. That poor chap's stash would be worth about 143 million today. Or it could be a whole lot more fried chicken. <laughs> Tenders. Well, he, he said like at that time, Bitcoins didn't have any value back then. So the idea of trading them for pizza was incredibly cool. <laughs> I mean, that was just 2013, which that doesn't sound that long ago. But I mean, that was five years ago. Well, plus, you know? I feel like stuff moves so fast these days. Yeah, yeah. No one knew it was going to be going so big. But FYI, unfortunately, the Bitcoin bucket is currently sold out. I think at this point, they're just doing it for like a marketing thing. They're showing that they're hip. They're showing that they're down with cryptocurrency. KFC is trying to be cooler than Popeyes. That's all. I got Cajun sparkle packets <laughs> left over from yesterday right now. And those are always going to be good money. I think this is cool. I mean, it's it made us talk about it, right? So, yeah, I'm, Bitcoin, I'm still Bitcoin's laughing up so the right line. Now. Yeah, it's a really funny line. Good try. But if anyone's purchased it, maybe send us a picture. Let us know if the tenders taste any differently. I want to know about these waffle fries. Yeah, that's actually what I'm Holla. most concerned about. Yeah. Even though it's episode 10, we still got the most controversial bit on this podcast. It's called Saucing On You, where we list three things. You got to pick one to never have again. So because it's episode 10, we wanted to make it special. So we're going to go oh, head to head. Head to head, huh? Head to head. Southeast Beast is still here. Hasn't What's left. <laughs> All right. All right. So between these two, you have to get rid of one for the rest of your life and talk about why. Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, you have to choose between In-N-Out or Popeyes. Oh, that's... Damn, that's well. We always start with the guests first. We got here, so, from, we got here from Southeast Beast. Popeyes first. all day, man. Okay, You're keeping it. In and out isn't that great. Oh. oh, so many angry people. There's gonna be that bomb going off sound in the, in the <laughs> post right now. The I bet you, if In and Out didn't have those windows, we could see them cutting the fries and shit. You would change your fucking mind. We might be going to Popeyes after this. So. Shake Shack's pretty exceptional. They give you like a fat ass slice of pickle. See, dime pieces and Shake Shack. I'm Shake Shack. Though. For me, it's just it's not comparable. It's a different price point. Like, I, I okay, know. that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. You know, like if I'm gonna spend that much money on a burger, like I will go to Shea Maman and get their burger. Good point. West Burger. I love West Burger. West tight. That's the homie right Dude, there. Dude, I wish they brought it back. One time I went last year. They had like a oxtail. Like crispy patty they did It was like yeah. ground up oxtail With like potatoes And they fried it in as a pat. Oh my god They haven't had it since but that was Cause he knows what's up Yeah he does know what's up Shout out to Westburger over there Yo I love oh, that good. spot What's up Mikey My homeboy Mikey's DM over there <laughs> Nice So I think everyone can agree I mean, Well actually we haven't heard from Dying piece yet But I'm pretty sure it's it, I actually, mean Popeye's is, Popeye's is life Like yeah. I would get rid of in and out over Popeyes. I challenge any chef in the nation right now. Can you make a biscuit and charge a buck oh nine with tax included and make money off of it? No. <laughs> That's a solid biscuit recipe for a buck oh nine. I recently added that fried chicken is my favorite on my like online social dating stuff because yeah. I've been swindled before. Yeah. Um, 
And guys have asked me, what's my favorite fried chicken? And I'm like, uh, Popeye's. And I think a wait, lot of wait. people are surprised by that. No, hell no. Popeye's is solid. Popeye's is definitely what, solid. What is, what's that dating app where girls can like list what type of restaurants they want to go to? I don't know about what's I this. I don't know. That, my lady was telling me about it. Some dating app where, you, you, you know, girls can milk it, where it's like, they list all these restaurants they want to go to, and these dudes can either opt to take them out on a date. Or <laughs> what? I need to sign up for that. Man. Get, get Do they have it hooked up where you can leave, make reservations through it too? <laughs> I mean, that would be smart. That'd be I'll be like, I'd be like world's top fifty. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have you. They help you book the flight too. Um, just let me shout out to dudes. To dudes, man, you out there, you way too thirsty, man. Get off of the dating apps and go up to a woman and say hi. You know, that's why you resort to all these other things, man. Like that whole. I'm about to take you out on a date to these restaurants that you want, man. Not cool. I'm hating. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm a super hater right now. <laughs> I mean, like for me, if I let's say it's like a bad date or whatever, like I'm gonna associate that with that restaurant. What if it was really good? Yeah, you, you got to save those restaurants only when you're for sure it's a sure thing. I'm telling you, if you if you want to fall in love with somebody, you could do that at the library. You know, you could do that at McDonald's. You know, you can go to you can go to Costco. Let's talk about Costco. <laughs> we were talking about Costco you know, earlier. I just, I just, I was, I was hanging out with my homies from Chef's Feed. We was filming. We got four dudes, right? So we go to Costco. We fed four dudes for thirteen dollars and nine cents. But check it out: each dude had two hot dogs and a free soda. Furthermore, because each soda, because each hot dog came with a soda, so we had, we literally had eight sodas, but we only took four. Paid it forward with the so extra sodas for someone else. Thirteen oh two. Thirteen oh two. To feed four people at Costco. I mean, no one can be mad at that. It's a bomb ass hot dog. No membership required for the food. Man, I'm just saying, my birthday's coming up. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'd be happy if someone take me to Costco and be like, "Yo, order whatever you want." What do you go, Pi Pisces? Yeah. No, Aries. Okay, I'm a Pisces. But I think any, no matter your sign, you mess with Costco and Popeyes. I'll have to. I'd, I'd pick Popeyes over In and Out as well. I don't I mean, crave. I don't crave In and Out as much I, as I'd crave I Popeyes. Like in and Out. I, I think it's a great meal. And but over Popeyes, it's not bad. No, 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 no. It's just not. People like go crazy over it. This is amazing. I'm just it's cool. Imagining for the sake of this segment, if you're putting two of those items in front of me, I'm gonna want the Popeyes. Oh, for sure. I have to say is the where it changed for me is when I found out about the animal style. Like you, you gotta admit the animal style fries, animal style burger. That's mm -hmm. that just takes it to a whole new level. But just as a basic burger, I think it's cool. It's not bad. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's really good. I mean, for the price. <laughs> Wendy's is good for the price. You know, I'm a, being from you LA. A, like you, I didn't go to Wendy's that often. Get a you get a hamburger for seventy nine cents, homegirl. <laughs> <laughs> Say something else. <laughs> for seventy nine cents. What are, what, do they have you a, get a cup of chili. The, the chili, the, 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 the baked potato, and the, the frosty. The Wait, hold on. The chili with the finger in it for like a buck. <laughs> you get a frosty for a buck. You get a five-piece nugget for a buck. Wendy's had the value meal way before anybody else. But I think we're on agreeance here, though. Between the two, it's it's Popeye's. Popeye's the best. Like, I would... Is that how salty? Like, I would have to really fuck up my kitchen. Like, <laughs> making fried chicken messes up your kitchen really bad. Oh, yeah. And you got to figure out where to dump the grease. Yeah. Let them handle you it. You know, you can um, dry fry your shit in the, in the oven. It's not the same, though. Not the same. I want I want my fingers to be glistening. I know, right? <laughs> Part of the experience. I want my I want grease stains on my jeans. I want to yeah. be able to see through my napkin. <laughs> or the you wanna, bag. You want to come to our house and have all the doorknobs be on the grease stains. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you need to moisturize? Just, just, just rub your hand on the doorknob. Yeah, it's, it's exfoliating. Good. Originally, when we were talking about like what we wanted to choose as our sauce on you, we because it's episode ten, we were thinking like it's got to be something that hurts. But, like after talking about it, I'm like I'm not 
I'm not too hurt about getting rid of In-N-Out. I mean, it does for me a little bit, but it's still not that much. Because, like, you can get other burgers really well. And you can get other fried chicken as well, too. But, I mean, I think Popeye's is, Popeye's is, is solid. It's special. And this sides are hella good, too. Oh, we can bring it back to our, yeah. Rice you, and beans. No, rice oh, and beans no, no. The, rice and beans is my favorite we have Popeye's our tag, side. We have our tagline from the... A cover photo. Realize, realize, Popeyes. <laughs> oh my God, that's a sponsorship right there, dude. We've had Sponsor that. Us. We've had that. Sponsor yeah. us. We've had Yo, Popeyes, that. swing some our way. Lifetime membership, free chicken. I'd be so happy. Thanks, Daddies, for listening to us. I'll take that as a term of endearment. <laughs> No, for real, thank you guys. We appreciate all the love and support. Um, don't forget to follow us on our IG, Sit Down, Be Hungry, on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. Hit like and subscribe. So, Dime Piece, what are we going to do before show 11? You know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> I do, but I just had to ask you anyways. So, uh, we just got confirmed today that me, Juan Reyes, and Cheva Day will be attending the fancy food show happening uh, this Sunday at the Moscone Center. Go. Super excited to big things, big things. <laughs> to get to join and be pressed for it. We're kind of like scheming to figure out like which backpack are we gonna bring to fit the most samples in. <laughs> Should we not eat dinner the night before? So I'm, we... I'm probably not. <laughs> I mean, I could not eat dinner. Yeah. Before. Yeah. If you are going to the show, uh, come find us. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if we have a sticker for you or something. Follow, if we're not stuffing our face, definitely follow our IG um, so you get to see our stories and you can kind of see where we're at at the show. Yeah. But yeah, I'm super excited to come to this event. I mean, I I love snacks and I want to know what's on the forefront. What's fancy out there? <laughs> I told my coworkers that we're going to be doing this and they're like, oh, I can't wait for Monday for all the snacks you're going to bring to us. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you can't even stay that long because you're, you've got a gig after that. Yeah, I'm going to Join in with um, Two and Chef's Hawker Fair for um, pop up that's happening at uh, Hardwood Smokery in uh, I don't know that new area is weird. It's like Soma slash Mission slash Pachero. So Mispo is what I, <laughs> what I've heard it's been called. Sounds like now. a weird collab. Yeah, yeah. So super excited for that. Um, yeah, I can't wait to try new stuff at the, at the expo. Yeah, I I'm, can't wait either. I'm, I'm most excited. About yeah, that. you're leaving early, but I might stick. Well, actually, you might be able to stay close to the end, but I'm gonna stick around as long as I can. Yeah, yeah. So it's going on for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I have a regular, not a nine to five, because I really go in at like seven. <laughs> oh no. But uh, yeah, we're gonna be there on Sunday for morning. For sure. For sure, Sunday morning, and um, yeah, super excited about that. Yeah, come find us, or if you listen to this after, we'll tell you all about it next show. Yeah, we're definitely gonna review um, what's hot and what's not next time. Ooh, yeah, that'll be fun. I can't wait. In the meantime, eat something really cool. Tell us about it, and uh, we're gonna get something to eat now ourselves. Yee, 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 episode 10. Hey. I'm a little buzzed now for that stupid shot. <laughs> no more locked doors.